Welcome to another episode of Purposely Crafted, the podcast. I am your host, Tamara Tyler. Okay, so today we are, before we get started with everything, we're going to recap what we talked about in our previous episode regarding your harvest season. So for starters, we talked about what is your meaning of change? How does change relate to purpose, right? As you're going through life, you're going through different seasons, it's not what you expected it to be, although there are still things that you can gain from it, even with the challenges that come with it. And so the other aspect that we talked about regarding your harvest season was how to deal with challenges in coping with change. Change means new. Harvest is new, right? It's new produce that you're getting from things that you have planted in a different time in your life. And so those things can bring up challenges. And we discuss a little bit about how to cope with those challenges that come up when you experience change, specifically when it relates to fear, right? How does fear of change relate to feelings of inadequacy. We talked about learning new things, bringing up a lot of difficult emotions and causing us to really take a step back and look at ourselves, which most of the time makes us feel extremely uncomfortable because it brings up some feelings of inadequacy. And then another step, when we feel inadequate, how can that lead to the desire or the need to seek control, right? And so in the previous episode, when we talked about your harvest season, really focusing in on change. What does it mean to change? What's so uncomfortable about change? What's challenging about change? How does all of things that are new bring up feelings of fear and inadequacy? And then we want to seek control, right? And when we talk about control normally the other feeling that's associated with it is power right today in relation to power we're going to talk about the v word vulnerability yes one of my favorite words especially in the work that i do vulnerability right and it's extremely related to power control inadequacy, fear, all of those things. Uh, And so for starters, I want us to talk specifically about what is the meaning of vulnerability. And of course, everyone has their own meaning of vulnerability. But one of the things that normally comes up when we hear the word vulnerability is weakness, right? And so sometimes when we are exploring and in a season where we're in the waiting part of that season, there's a lot of exposure or exploration that we will need to do when it comes to feelings of powerlessness or feelings of weakness, right? And so sometimes culturally, we have learned that being vulnerable exposes all of our weaknesses, right? Being vulnerable means that we are not capable to handle a lot of the stressors or we're not emotionally equipped to 
cope with the stressor, stressors, the major life changes, right? And so today, what I really want us to take a look at when it comes to vulnerability is breaking down vulnerability and truly how it relates to change, right? And so when we talk about change and vulnerability, change is going to do that that exact thing. It's going to make us so uncomfortable. It's going to make us feel so exposed. It's going to make us feel so naked. It's going to make us feel so raw to where there are areas in our lives that we don't even want to touch because we are afraid if we touch this part of our this area of our life, how, what, what am I, how am I supposed to manage that? Right. Um, and so it's important to one, gain an understanding of what vulnerability means to you and vulnerability does can mean weakness, right? Because it exposes the areas that we're uncomfortable with, but it can also be powerful. It could be just as powerful as it is intimidating. It could be just as encouraging as it is discouraging, right? It can be just as motivating as it is nerve wrecking, right? And so sometimes we have to take those moments in life to pause, especially when we are in preparation of a harvest season. Before the harvest season, there's a whole growth process that happens, right? And if we are not vulnerable enough to take that time to look within our own vulnerabilities, our own insecurities, our own feelings of inadequacy, then that process part of the harvest can be damaged, right? So whatever that process is in your personal life, that vulnerability piece is taking a pause, doing what I call a self-scan and truly feeling everything that comes with that self-scan and not going so fast to where we think, oh, I don't, I'm not emotional. That's what people say. I'm not emotional. Well, technically we all are emotional, right? We all experience emotions. The difference is your awareness, the different levels of awareness you have when it comes to your emotions. And that awareness is gained by the vulnerability work that you do. Now, when we talk about power, Okay, we sometimes we got to pause when we talk about power. That power piece is the discomfort. Power is control. Power is security. Power is safety. Power is sure. Being sure of something, right? And so most of the times when we think of or hear the word vulnerability, our first thought is not safety. Normally it is, I gotta go. It's this too much. It's too scary. I don't want to talk about it. That makes me uncomfortable. I've healed through that. I've worked through that. I've dealt with that stuff. I don't need to go back. I just need to move forward. You are absolutely correct, right? But the reality is if you're not dealing with the emotional trauma that comes with exploring vulnerability, there is a strong likelihood and possibility that you will experience it again in the future. The difference is what you do with it when you experience it. Do you go to what's comfortable, which are some of those unhealthy things such as avoidance, using negative people or negative situations as a distraction, suppressing? Are you going to do that when it talk when we're talking about vulnerability or when it's time for you to explore your vulnerability or 
be a little uncomfortable and start to explore some of the things that allow you to gain that power, allow you to gain that safety, that security, right? When we're talking about vulnerability and how it relates to power. The other thing that is important to examine when we talk about vulnerability is that forgiveness piece, right? And so breaking down those walls is the beginning process of truly looking at forgiveness because vulnerability is if you want to look at it as a goal it's it's a goal right to be vulnerable is a goal it's a scary goal but it's a goal right but in order to be vulnerable we have to look at pieces within ourselves to say okay so what it is about expressing emotions that makes me so uncomfortable. What is what is it about expressing emotions that makes me afraid to hear or receive what other people are going to tell me? And vulnerability is just that. Vulnerability is opening up, working through, communicating and expressing without knowing how someone else is going to respond. That's work. That's heavy work. That's the most challenging work that someone can do internally is to truly look at what prevents you from tr- from being able to go and have that emotional process, not even just with other people, but with yourself. What are the areas that you have hidden from yourself for so long that one, you've either forgotten, two, that you've minimized, or three, you don't even want to touch it because it's so far back in the past. you like, the past is the past, and I don't want to deal with that. Well, your past is affecting your present. And so if we don't go through the emotional process when we talk about feeling powerless, feeling inadequate, feeling insecure, feeling rejected, feeling abandoned, all of those things will come up in your present through your behavior, through your thoughts, through how you navigate life currently. And so not being vulnerable then allows for opportunities and experiences, not really opportunities, but more experiences that you've had and you doing the same thing that you did before and it wasn't working then and it's not working now. So we have to look at, okay, so what do I want to work now? If it didn't work then, if I use it as a negative coping skill then to avoid, if I use it as a negative coping skill then to sweep it under the rug, right? To have, to keep the secret, right? Then what are the areas in my life that I need to forgive myself? That's what, that's the beginning process of vulnerability right and so when seasons of change happen it really allows exposure in the areas of our lives in which we have not been vulnerable so when we are taking time to pause to reflect to look at the emotions that are tied to these painful memories in our past we then start the process of working with being vulnerable with ourselves. 
And when we're working on being vulnerable with ourselves, it, it allows us as individuals to look at the areas in our life where we have felt the most powerless. And when we look at the areas in our life where we feel the, the, where we felt powerless, then we can start to look at what does it mean for me to truly have power in my walking life, my day-to-day routine? What does it mean for me to have power? Is it words of affirmation? Is it writing positive notes to myself? Is it repeating those notes to myself? Is it waking up in the, born, in the morning and having some sort of meditation? Is it doing yoga at night before I go to sleep so that I can truly feel everything that I have felt throughout the day? Is it writing down how I'm feeling when I'm not having a good day? Is it writing down those things that I'm appreciative of and putting them in a jar? That is internal work that allows you to truly examine some of the emotions that you experience day to day not always good, right? And not always bad, but the both, good and bad, because vulnerability is just that, experiencing and communicating those things that may be bad and having the possibility of someone welcoming you with open arms and the possibility of you communicating something that is good and positive and someone not welcoming you with opening arms. Vulnerability is just that. Vulnerability is completely different from acceptance, right? And so a lot of times when we're thinking about or working through vulnerability, it brings up that rejection. It brings up the fear of not being accepted, which is rejection, right? And so we have to look at what are the areas, the other areas that are being exposed due to me not being vulnerable in the past and wanting to work on vulnerability now. And that means that we're going to have to look at failures, right? But also knowing that failures are not necessarily a measure of, they're not, not necessarily, but they're they're not a measure of you being vulnerable. Being vulnerable is a decision. It's a daily decision. It's a daily choice. It's not a flip of a switch or a push of a button. It is a daily choice to wake up and say, I'm going to be vulnerable with my spouse today. I'm going to be vulnerable with my parents today. I'm going to be vulnerable with my children today. I'm going to create the space for my children to be vulnerable with me today, right? Vulnerability is that choice that we have to give in order to allow other areas in our lives to be improved. And the only way we can do that is by one, reflecting on the areas that have been exposed because we have not been working on our emotions that can make us feel extremely uncomfortable because they expose a very vulnerable piece within us, right? So how vulnerability and failures prevent us from stepping towards our calling is literally just all of that, right? If I'm uncomfortable with even exploring what the word vulnerability means, how am I going to look at myself to be able to say, these are the areas that I feel the most insecure in? 
And if we're not looking at the areas that we feel insecure in, how do we determine what does it mean for you to gain power internally? Not gaining control externally, but gaining power internally, right? And to gain power internally means that there are areas in your life that you're going to have to forgive yourself, that you're going to have to give yourself grace in. And that means exposing the things that you are so uncomfortable about. That doesn't mean you have to tell everybody their mama. Whether you write it down, whether you go to a counselor, you go to your therapist, you go to your support group, whatever that support, whatever that emotional support looks like for you, truly letting that space be an area where you can reflect on the things that you have not, that not only that you haven't exposed to others, but sometimes that we've hidden from ourselves. That allows us to work towards our purpose and calling. Because once we, there's two ways. The first way is once we start to accept ourselves, then we can be in a space where we can hear God. But in the same breath, sometimes in order for us to hear purpose and to hear calling, anything that has to do with your relationship with God, sometimes we just got to go to God as we are. There's no waiting on the right time to go to God, doing all of this vulnerability work before I get with God. You can do it. You can do it beforehand. You can do it when the relationship, you know, is not as strongest, right? But when it's strengthened, when you're able to maintain it, that's a part of what we talked about in previous episodes is who's a part of your support system. What does therapy mean for you, right? What does your coping look like for you? That's what's going to help you maintain. So even if you do the work before you feel like you're ready to go to God and you know, you don't, you just trying to figure out you and I don't really know what my purpose and my calling is. So I don't want to confuse things. That's cool. But you can do that. And I don't know what your other support is going to look like. I would question what the rest of your support looks like if you do it that way, or you could do it the other way where your support includes godly fellowship, right? Support to where you're able to work through those vulnerabilities. People in your support system can challenge those areas that you haven't exposed, those things that you've hidden for so long, those feelings of inadequacy, those feelings of insecurity. That's what your support can do, which is going to do exactly what overall you're wanting to achieve. Taking steps towards your purpose, understanding your calling, understanding your calling is truly about understanding you as an individual, not what everybody else wants you to be, but understanding who you are. That allows you to explore your calling. And when we take the time to reflect, to forgive, to examine, to expose, to feel, all of those things are directly tied to our calling, right? Because your calling can change. It's, it's not going to change according to what job you have, what society says you're supposed to be doing. It's the it's the work that you're doing when it comes to the kingdom of God. That's what it is. So whether you're working at Walmart during one season and another season, you're working in a corporate office and the next season you don't have a job, your calling is that. Your calling is going to be what it is, not according to what job you have. And so... When, when 
you're working through vulnerability, it's those intricate pieces. Sometimes that have to do with your identity being associated with a job title, with a career, and not necessarily the work that God has called you to. That's all that vulnerability stuff, taking time to yourself, not based on what the company said or anything like that. It's taking time truly for yourself so that you can grow in the way that God needs you to grow to take steps closer to really what you're wanting to achieve, right? And so that is all about self-image. So vulnerability sometimes can be challenging because it requires us requires us to look at ourselves. And a lot of us have built ourselves based on status, social status, right? Got to have the right job, got to have the right title, got to work for the right company because you know, I I got to present this way. The company's party is going to be, you know, during the holiday season, so we got to make sure, you know, we're all together or you know, well, I don't, maybe I don't want to really associate with that because I'm not too sure what I want to do. Well, I kind of want to dibble and dabble on everything. So I'm just going to, I'm just a free spirit. I'm just going to, whatever it is for you. Okay. Self-image is only explored truly. Let me replace truly. Let me replace only with truly. Your self-image is truly explored by looking and being vulnerable with yourself. So if we look within ourselves, we're able to understand what vulnerability means to us. We're able to understand the areas in our life when things change and it's going to require us to be vulnerable. We're able to understand how power relates to vulnerability rather than how vulnerability relates to feeling powerless. We're able to understand that forgiving ourselves first is one of the first steps to working on forgiveness when it comes to vulnerability. We're able to understand that when we are not working on the areas that we're vulnerable in or want to be vulnerable in, we're going to expose other areas in our life that we're extremely uncomfortable with and we're not ready to talk about. And that is going to prevent us, or not doing that work, is going to prevent you from working towards your purpose, working towards your calling. That's all wrapped up in you. And that's what I want us to talk about as we continue is you. The vulnerability with yourself, changing within, doing self-reflection, okay? So a couple things to remember is that vulnerability is required for emotional, mental, and spiritual growth. Those are all internal things, okay? Vulnerability requires you to go into your heart space, not your head space. I know it's a lot of intellectual people out there, but we're not talking about intellect. We're talking about the heart. So vulnerability requires you to go into your heart space. And this means that your mind cannot be used as a defense mechanism, We'll talk about that. Vulnerability also allows you to understand your purpose in life. And that's because you're doing that internal work, right? You're understanding you so that when you're going through life, you're going through life as you, not as who society or your parents or your loved ones expect you to be, but who you are 
And change will always require vulnerability. I want to thank you all for joining me today. Remember to find peace in your purpose, embrace your passions, and know that you are purposely crafted.